Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post-game show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Tyler Sweeney. Tyler, Pirates don't continue their uh, their wins. <laughs> Four games in a row, swept the Red Sox. They beat the White Sox yesterday. Today was a big, big, big L for them. They do lose 11-5. to Wasn't pretty. Let's talk. Yeah, Um Good to see you again, Donardo. I haven't seen you in a little while. You know, um, it has been a while. Nice, nice to talk to you again. Pirates go down. Lot, there's a lot to talk about tonight, I think. Um, it wasn't your run-of-the-mill loss, at least in my opinion. I mean, I guess I agree. There's, there's definitely a, something to talk about here. Brother, there's a lot of bad baseball played tonight. <laughs> well, yes, there. Yes. I guess, I mean, do we want to start off with the guy who's throwing the ball first for the Pirates? Yeah, we can start there. Let's start there. There's some good things I want to talk about, too. But there's a lot of bad. Unlike yesterday, where there's a lot of good things and some bad things, we kind of swept them over a little bit. Let's really dig down into the bad stuff today. So Vince Velasquez does get this start today. Uh, he came in, one start, didn't look good the first game. Much like Rich Hill, didn't look good the first game. Didn't look good this game either. Uh, and he does only last 2.2 innings, Tyler. 2.2 innings pitched 68. Was it now? I got a look. Uh, he was in the 70s by the time he came out. My bad. 75 pitches, 75 pitches, go 2.2, gave up five earned, one strikeout, four walks. Speak to me, pitching Yenza. Yeah, I, I think I've been aboard the I'm not a big Vince Velasquez fan for. Well, pretty much since they have signed him. Um, today, he didn't look terrible in, I'd say, the first two innings. The third inning, something happened there. <clears throat> he either rolled an ankle, tweaked something. Something happened. Um, I'm not saying he looked good in the first two innings, but more That's like fair. the stuff looked good enough and the command wasn't atrocious. Once that third inning came around, Something happened there. We saw him get a little limp. The command was just absolutely gone. I mean, everything fell apart that inning. Yeah, it it was just not good on by any measurement of what happened there in third. Um, and Vince Velasquez is who he is. I don't think we're all. I think the uh, bounce back candidate type of guy that people were hoping for. That's not who he is. Vince Velasquez has been pretty much a replacement level pitcher his entire career. Yep. He's not very good. We should all know this. He's going to give up runs. I don't I don't really have much more to add on him without just trashing the guy because it's only his second start as a pirate. I don't want to make too much of it. He just is what he is. He's he's not very good. I mean, I don't know though, Tyler. There's one member who's not on the show. 
who chose an under on a 4.49 ERA um, by Vince Velasquez. And I don't know if he's going to win that one. Listen, I'm with you. It's the second start. I mean, there's a lot of just overreactions on goods, positives, anything right now. I'm not going to say Vince Velasquez is a terrible, terrible, terrible pitcher. But we knew from day one that he's not a good one, and he's showing it. I'm with you, though, too. So, you know, like the first two innings, it wasn't pretty by no means. But the Pirates are still in it. I mean, you saw the game yesterday, right? The Pirates won that game 13 to 9. <laughs> not saying it was going to go 13 to 9 this time. But even with Vince Velasquez pitching the first two, not being pretty, I mean, it was still a game that they could have won. And the Pirates did end up scoring five today. It's just that third inning, like you said. I don't know what it was. I mean, the trainer did go out to check up on them. They left them in the game, mm-hmm. but it was completely different. I mean, 39 pitches to get just two outs. He wasn't finding the strike zone at all. I don't know what's going to come of this. I don't know if there is an injury, whatnot. The Pirates really can't afford too many more injuries for the starting rotation. With that said, Burroughs also taken out of the AAA game today. Um, looks like maybe a short or something. Who knows? So, yeah, like it's not as if there's a lot of reinforcements. JT Brubaker already on the 60-day IL as well. But, um, yeah, I- I'm kind of interested to find out what happened that inning. Um, well, I could tell you part of what happened that inning. Derek Shelton lost his damn mind. That too. It's the third inning. They had zero or one out. I think they might have had one out at the point. Um, and he decides in a 1-1 game in a runner on third that he is going to bring the infield in. The White Sox proceed to hit a blooper that would have been directly at O'Neill Cruz. Benintendi, yep. That's that's bad baseball. That There's no reason to bring your infield in there, especially when your team just hung 13 the night before. The bats were alive today. That's just a really, really bad managerial decision, and I think it ended up costing the Pirates an extra, probably an extra four runs. I think the White Sox made it 5-1 that inning. Um, yes. That's, that's just really bad. So let you me ask you this. You can't do that. It's terrible. We started off the show saying a lot to talk about, and that's why I was kind of hesitant. Was it a whole lot about the team, or is it more of what you're talking about right now with Shelton? And some it's a decision? whole lot of what I'm talking about right now. So I think that's why I was kind of hesitant because, I mean, other than like Velasquez, mm-hmm. this kind of is what it is. And as Anthony just mentioned here, every team has these losses. And I agree. I mean, it is what it is. It's early. But there was a lot on Shelton's side where like the game did not have to be this bad that I feel. And this kind of even goes in the sense of like last night when we talked about like why did Will Crow have to pitch the third inning? Yeah. Not that like Will Crow could have came in today or anything, but like, some of the decisions too in the bullpen, as we keep talking about today. Um, but like your first one you decided to talk about was that defensive alignment. Uh, I agree with. It was not as bad as the White Sox deciding to bring the infield in up five one. That's that's a far worse decision that didn't bite them. Okay. But Derek Shelton had a very bad day as a Pirates manager today. Yes, that I firmly agree with. I'm not gonna. We have North Shore Nine Lot. We have NS Nine Live to talk about Derek Shelton as a whole. But today he had a very bad day, and truthfully, I think he lost them this game. And that's going to happen. Yeah, like that's going to happen. You're going to make some wrong decisions. Right. I'm not going to sit here and beat him to death over it, but 
you don't bring your infield in in the third inning in a 1-1 game. That's just stupid. You're just being dumb. And he was dumb tonight. He was very dumb. Yeah. So, again, with Vince Velasquez, I mean, there's not much I want to – I want, like you said, I want to kill the man when he's down. He just is what he is. Tonight, I do feel it, he should not be this bad. Something happened that inning. But regardless, Chase DeYoung comes in. Chase DeYoung goes 2.2, does give up one earned run, two hits, one walk, two strikeouts. I mean, to be honest, Chase DeYoung kind of did his job. I mean, there's nothing sexy about Chase DeYoung, but he did what he needed to do. Uh, so, again, like the Pirates still kind of were in that game, too, at this point in time. Yeah. And he, honestly, Chase. Three at that um, yeah, they cut it five three. Yeah, really weird play to make it six three. I I don't truthfully, Chase DeYoung should have got out of his outing without giving up a run. But let's wait on that six to three. I, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened there. But Chase <laughs> DeYoung looked he he looked he looked at Chase DeYoung. He kept him in the ball game. That's all you can ask for a guy like him. No complaints out of him. He. Nothing special. He just threw strikes and they didn't do damage with him. Right. And that's that's where I'm at. I mean, honestly, he was the second best looking pitcher today. Mm-hmm. He did his job. He came in, they needed innings, he gave them innings. Like that's what Chase Young kind of is at this point in time. Um, so like he did what he needed to do. The pirates still were in the game. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> talk about it. It was five to three. Uh it did come out being six to three. What was going on with Andrew McCutcheon in the outfield on that play? Uh, I forget who who's the one that hit it. I I can't remember. I can't either. I'm just trying to make good post game comments. I forget <laughs> yeah. who it was, but somebody hit the ball to to Andrew McCutcheon in the right field, and I I assume he tried to to deke Andrew Vaughn to, to think he was. I mean he he I think he was tracking the ball. I know the they, broadcasts are saying like yeah maybe he didn't see it well. I think he saw it well, but then he threw it to second base. Andrew Vaughn wasn't running home until he had the green light to just walk home because Andrew McCutcheon threw the second base. Mm-hmm. Tyler, I, I this don't, one's not on Shelton. <laughs> that no, one's not on this him. one's not. I don't. I don't know what the hell that was. And the thing is, the bases were loaded. I guess maybe he's trying to keep the runner at second, but like, it's Andrew Vaughn running, who is like Colin Moran. Right. Andrew Vaughn was not going home on that play. And I know Kutch's arm is pretty dreadful, especially at this point in his career. But but still, like he he gave himself no opportunity to make a play there. First with whatever that little deke was, that was just weird. Made me a little concerned that he couldn't see the baseball. Maybe he just was trying to deke us. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to hide his arm from us, and he just set himself up so poorly that when he didn't throw the guy out at home, we wouldn't judge him. Big brain. Yeah, that's galaxy brain right there. We're talking about this and not his weak arm. <laughs> but yeah, just I don't I don't know I don't know what the upside of what he did there was. It was really bad baseball play. We'll keep it at that. It was bad. That was bad. All right. So that happened, but still it's six to three. Pirates, you know, they, they can still be hanging around. I'm sorry, it ended up being six to four then at, at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Also, Pirates do come back then and make it six to four. So again, like we're Andrew talking McCutcheon about, look at the game. Six to four, actually. What's that? 
Andrew McCutcheon actually made six four with a sacrifice fly. Correct. He did redeem himself. He we traded runs there. So, but again, it's six to four. Like this is what we're talking about. Maybe if the first inning or the third inning, I should say, was was mm. done differently, it's it's a closer ball game where the Pirates even have the lead at this point of time, and we're not looking at this path going forward. But it's still a ball game. It's six to four. Then so. I will not say this name for the life of me because I keep trying to put like Rob letters in it. Is the Strizny? Strizny. I keep trying Nailed to say it. I think I called I him like teacher. what? Did, I don't know. Connor had to correct me the last time because I said like is this string? It's a stringy or something. I don't know. <laughs> Struss. Strizny. Strizny. The Strizny. Rob. This is awful. This Big post scene has gone off the rails now. Big Z. Big Z. We'll keep it at that. Big Z. He comes in the game. It wasn't awful at first, and then it, it was. He does give up three in his one inning. <sighs> didn't even finish. Didn't even finish. He came in for the second inning as well. Couldn't get out of that. That's when it, Dwayne Arroyo came in. But let's, let's talk about him, Tyler, because I know you had some choice words for him on Twitter. So it's not so much for him. <clears throat> The guy has not cracked an opening day roster in his career for a reason. I don't need to see him in medium leverage situations. And for some reason, Derek Shelton at this point has gone back to him like he has a, with like a Dwayne Underwood Jr. in previous years. I don't need to see any more Rob Zestrizny in my life. And I will give the benefit of the doubt here that they wanted to hide maybe some other guys, let them develop. I'm, I'm good. We're, we're good here. I don't need any more of it. I think those other guys have passed him up. Rob Zestrizny should be coming in when it's 11-4, to four, not when it's 6-4. to four. I'm done with him there. Are you kind of foreshadowing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. We'll keep out of that because th this is another moment I feel like why are we here? And especially like, you know what? You want to make the decision to bring him out the first inning? Mm -hmm. Cool. Fine. But the second one, and like, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous here. I'm getting nervous in the sense that like, yes, I understand Velasquez only went 2.2, so you're going to need some innings out of guys. But you had an off day. You made sure to use Big Bank, Moretto, Moretta yesterday for two innings, and then Crow three. So you have a, a very well-rested bullpen at this point in time. So, yes, Velasquez did only go 2.2, but then De Jong come in 2.2 as well. Why do you have to go multi-innings with, like, every reliever? Like, why are we back right. to that again? Have we not learned? Like, Will Crow broke down last year. Not saying that these guys, you're, like, dependable, like you need. Will Crow, you, you think is going to be part of the future. Right, but like, are we just in this mindset that every reliever has to go multi innings again, a la Dwayne Underwood Jr.? Yeah, that. And the other frustrating part with it is that if they really wanted to go with a lefty there, they had a lefty up. He was throwing in the pen. Yeah. Why does Rob's? Why has Rob's Zestrinsky thrown four point one innings in eight games? This guy wasn't going to make the roster. And he's, no. thrown, and this he's is only here that, because of an injury. 
Yeah, and this team's won five games. Why has Rob Zestrinsky thrown 4.1 innings? I don't know. That is way too many for a guy that should just be mop-up duty only. And if he could have recorded an out today in the second inning, it would be more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's another one. I just didn't quite understand that. But, and, albeit, it happened. He came in, couldn't make things happen. Guys are on the corners. Dwayne Underwood Jr., come on in. I know I've been one to say, I think Dwayne Underwood Jr. gets too much hate. And it's early in the season still, but like he gets too much hate, but he just used in these multi-inning sessions way too many times as well. Mm. Uh, so he does come in. It's not He's not coming in a clean inning. Guys on the corners, he can't record an out, gets three straight hits. He ends up going, getting two outs. But yes, those three hits, he gives up two earned. Those other two go to Rob. So he gives up four runs in that inning. Two just that's earned. A, that's just the Dwayne Underwood Jr. special right there. It, it let is. all them inherited runs in, and then then I'll decide to pitch a little bit. And that's what made me nervous because it wasn't a clean inning he was coming in. So like you just knew those guys are going to score, just as you said. Like you said, the Dwayne Underwood special. It absolutely is. <laughs> he just started cleaning the inning fresh. But uh, yeah, like this is when everything just fell apart. Like this game was over at this point in time. But yeah, when. Essentially, when Zestrisny came back out for that second inning, the game was over. That was the white yeah. flag. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep in Dwayne Edward Jr., but and obviously, again, the Pirates, they're out. It's, it's 11-4 at this point in time, whatever. But then the guy that you're talking about, we said about the foreshadowing, Jose Hernandez does come into the game. I want to talk a little bit about him because obviously we haven't seen too much of him. Mm. He's the rule five pick. He didn't have a great spring. He does come in today and one, two, three, four, five, six, no hits, no walks, two strikeouts talking about, um, you know, just him in general. He had, I mean, guys were swinging and missing against him too. God, I'm trying to find this. No, I think it was 16. No, I think it was 13. Yeah, 13 swings, six whiffs. I want to hear your point on this. I want to bring this up because also maybe it had to do with the score being 11 to 5 at that point in time, also that let's just swing. Mm -hmm. Because he seemed pretty effectively wild, is how yeah. I put it. That's he wasn't what I was he, he wasn't hitting his marks, but people were still swinging, therefore generating the swings and misses and mm -hmm. such. But it was like I said, he got six straight batters out. He did his job, but I'm also not looking at this and saying. Oh, he looked really good. I think there's some deceiving numbers in the box score. I mean, he did get through two innings on like 23 pitches. He did. Um, the first inning was excellent, I think. Second inning, I mean, yeah, it was still pretty good. Uh, I think he's looked pretty good from a stuff standpoint since he's since opening day, pretty much. There's not many guys in the bullpen right now with stuff that Jose Hernandez has. No. We can go down the list. A lot of guys that are just guys, and you hope they can be effective. Jose Hernandez has stuff that nobody, honestly, nobody in this bullpen has because he's a lefty. I understand he's a Rule 5 pick, so they're kind of protecting him, but they're also treating him more like they did with uh, Luis Oviedo back when they had him up here and right. it was a 
really weird role where he hurt them to a point. But right now, Jose Hernandez is getting out. And instead, those left-handed opportunities are going to a guy that hasn't cracked an opening day roster ever in his life for a reason. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they want to ease him into things. He is coming from double A. It's a big jump. You probably don't, they probably don't want to give him a big opportunity yet, but I think we're at the point with him where let's at least see what he can do when they're down two runs or something. Don't just let this guy pitch him mop up duty. I think that's where we're at with him now. Let's, Let's see if he can maybe handle a sixth, seventh inning when maybe we're down a run. I'm not saying like hold down the fort for a little bit, but give him some of those opportunities that you're giving Dwayne Underwood Jr. or yeah. Rob Zestrinsky or even Chase DeYoung sometimes. I'm with you. I like it. And that's why I said, like, I don't want to, like, I'm not by any means harping on him or saying this is bad. But like the one, two, three, four, five, six, you look at the box score, you know, mm. wow, he, he mm. pitched very well opposed to everyone else. Seemed like, it was, like you said, it was, it was pretty effectively wild. He was all over the place, but he was. he was making guys swing and they were missing. I'm, I'm intrigued. I was intrigued with the, like, I guess let's put it this way. When the rule five pick happened, it was a, huh? <laughs> right. That happened. Yeah. When you look more deeply into him and such, I mean, still, I'm not sure if that was the Rule 5 pick to make, but there was some intrigue with him. Again, he came in the spring, didn't look that great, but I, I, I'm intrigued, you know, especially seeing today too. Um, but right, like, it's not as if there's some other lefty that, you know what, this is the guy that we need to rely on. Let's ease this him. He's your mm-hmm. lefty. I mean, once Garcia went down, he was the guy. Mm-hmm. What you're thinking of is, are you going to bring in another lefty or just let him be the only lefty. And they decided to bring in the other lefty, which is Rinsky. So, but it doesn't mean he's got to be the guy up. I mean, this is, this is a guy who's only on the roster because of the injury. So, yeah, I, I want to see Jose Hernandez get more involved. Yeah, I, I think he's earned some slightly higher lever, le, uh, leverage situations. I'm not saying to toss him into the eighth inning of a one-run nope. game, but... Like, if you need a guy that can keep you in a ball game, I think he's earned that opportunity at this point. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. So, again, some certainly some questionable decisions on the pitching side by Shelton. Um, let's get over to the offense, though. So, not all terrible. I mean, honestly, like, there was some good production again. They did score five runs. It's not like, you know, they're blowing the – the doors off here, or whatever. I mean, he scored five. Kutch's home run at the very end, which, by the way, Kutch got his first home run tonight. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. Back in Pittsburgh, gets that home run. I wish it didn't happen when it was eleven to four, <laughs> but he yeah. does get the home run. But regardless, I mean, there was, you know, today was Carlos Santana's birthday. Mm-hmm. He collects three hits, two of them pretty big RBIs on, you know, RBIs on both of them. The first two, um, O'Neill Cruz. He got a hit. He drew another walk, got a stolen base. Um, did have two strikeouts. The one strikeout at the end concerned me. I want to talk about that a little bit. But what do you think about Manuel Cruz today? We're still seeing the pretty good play discipline. You did mention that last strikeout. 
Um, we're not seeing him really run into the baseball like I think we hoped, where he's just lasering it everywhere. But the plate discipline is encouraging. You hope the other part comes with it, where he's just going to hit the tap a ball and it's going to go 100 miles an hour. I like what I see so far. Um, it's just waiting for that other shoe to drop there. So that's why I want to bring up what I'm bringing up here. But it's which this- shoe's going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> this is putting a microscope under a microscope under another microscope. I mean, the season's young. And what we've talked about with Ono Cruz and going back to spring is his approach. Mm-hmm. He's drawing walks. Like, like he is looking very, very good at the plate. Not like he was last year where he's swinging everything, right? Again, it's just one at bat. It was the ninth inning. You're down 11 to four. But he swung at two pitches he had no business swinging at. And my takeaway here with it was he's been doing so well at this plate discipline. And what he's doing well at is basically having no action. He's, he's drawing walks, six walks in eight games, right? He hasn't had those big hits, just one home run. And I'm not saying this one at bat is like the microcosm of everything I'm talking about. But I don't want to say, like, I hope he doesn't start pressing. I hope he doesn't say this is boring and just start swinging. And that's what that one last at bat made me feel. And like I said, this is overreaction to just one at bat. And, but like I said, that's seeing it just made me feel this way. I was like, oh boy, I hope O'Neill just keeps staying patient. The power is going to come, the hits are going to come. It's early. Don't start swinging because you're bored. <laughs> I mean, even the at bat before that, <clears throat> it wasn't as bad with a runner on second that could have tied the game up six six. Joe Kelly gave him two pitches that were dots that in a three zero count got in a bad spot there. Um, they got to find a happy medium with him, and you don't want to take away who he is as a hitter because he is an aggressive hitter, and we saw this before with Starling Marte. Good point. Where the everybody wanted him to be uh, a more patient hitter, see more pitches, but you don't want to take that aggressiveness out of him. So there's a happy medium that needs to be met. Hopefully, hopefully they find it. And if they don't, either way, he's going to be fine. It's just whether if he meets that happy medium, that's where he reaches the next level. Yep. Yep, yep. But again, get it, had a swollen base today. I want to talk about that also. I mean, he was in there with ease. We, we know his speed. Mm-hmm. We talk about how with him, the stolen base production this year is something to keep an eye out with, you know, with the bigger bags and such. And I mean, he was there, I think, the, before the ball even got to second base. Yeah. So that was kind of impressive. Yeah. And then and I think reached, the Pirates, he reached third on a pickoff attempt, too. Yeah. And he was going to be out. He was going to be out. <laughs> a good throw. He is going to be out. <laughs> I thought he was out. Correct. And then you saw the ball yeah. go behind because, you know, the, the second or the short, whoever was one receiving it was blocking the ball from right. the camera angle. Then you saw, you know, go out behind his butt. Um, yeah, he was going to be out. But, hey, box score says he took third base on that. So that's good there, uh, which then he ended up scoring because of it. Right. Yeah. Um. And what I want to say here, too, I heard this on the broadcast. I haven't looked at it, but yeah. So at 
the Pirates this year, 10 for 11 in stolen bases. Kutch also had a stolen base today. Yeah. That one wasn't Kutch. really close either. Yeah. So, and Grant Dahl's hey, not a bad defensive catcher. No. Oh, no, not at all. But let's I, mean, go he, back I, I know his age is getting up there, but he's still pretty good. His age getting up there, Andrew McCutcheon age. Uh, uh, let's that's go. Like I said, let's go true. back to this point. Like, that's the one thing we talked about this offseason. Like, Kutch's yeah. skills have diminished some, right? Mm -hmm. But one that has not has been the speed. And he did show it tonight again, like you talked. You know, like Kutch, Kutch still got wheels. Yeah, he does. And the other part that to mention on Kutch is I talked last time I was on about I wanted to see how the bat speed would hang at this point. It's there. We're fine. He's fine. I'm not worried about him. No. I, now, talk to me in August when things start wearing down. The adrenaline's not there. It's not your first home staying at PNC Park, but there's enough plate discipline there to for him to still be a productive major league hitter. Defensively, and there's some things that need work <laughs> or just wiped out. Like you're a veteran and you should know to throw it home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, we're moving past that for the third time tonight. Yeah. Um, no, I want to say though, but that's what makes this in a good like situation for him. You're talking about the wearing down, but you have a Troy, you have a Santana. Like, there's mm -hmm. a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of abilities to take that rest to hold up the whole year. It's early, we understand that, but again, Kutch is batting 375 on the year. He, like, that's what we're talking about last night with Jim. You know, this like why yesterday was so big and important. Like, it wasn't just Kutch's return as a, like a monumental thing. He also is producing mm -hmm. while this team has played you know well in this early point so and again today was another another day of that i mean kutch had three hits he went three for four today with a home run and a stolen base how about angie mccutcheon not mvp angie mccutcheon yeah. he's performing i'm liking what i see out of him yeah he's been very productive for the team i don't want to get down too deep of a rabbit hole about lineup decisions here but yeah he should be in the lineup as a DH for the most part every day. You like what you see out of him. I think there is probably some concern from all of us because he's been a slightly above average major league hitter for the last few years. Mm -hmm. Like there, there was a chance he would come back and not be really productive and they'd have to make a really uncomfortable decision to this point. He's shown that he can still be a useful player and that's a positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, Santana, obviously his birthday, he had three hits today as well. That's what I'm saying. Like the offense was still yeah. there. They they collected five hits in total, three walks, just six strikeouts. Like this this offense as a whole has been night and day from last year's team so far. Then like Clevenger for was on the mound tonight. He's not what he was, but this is still a guy on opening or on his in his first start struck out a I think eight batters. He still has swing and miss stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned last time I was on here that you could see at a micro level the difference with the hitters that player to player they were much better at bats than we've seen in the last probably three years. We're starting to see it more as a team that. Those at-bats are starting to produce some runs. They're more competitive. The Santana, McCutcheon, Connor Joes of the world are are really making a difference in just wearing a pitcher down. And that's where I think you 
eventually we're going to see a a big difference offensively with this team. That's a good point. Speaking of the wearing down thing. Now, granted, I jokingly said it because Velasquez was out there for an hour, so maybe Clevenger got a little bit cold. But it was that inning he came back, and you know, not a whole lot of damage was done. Some like, unlucky contact was made there too. We got out of it, but yeah, like Clevenger came back and he wasn't sharp, and like you said, like they were wearing them down at that point a bit. Um, but yeah, like this is, it's still so early. You know, this is all we had to go on. I'm not trying to overreact, but like this is why you were excited about this lineup. There is some actual length. There's. Yeah. There's guys that get on base. Talking, like the strikeouts are down, the walks are up. We're getting hits. You know, like you're seeing a competent lineup out there, day in and out so far. So so far so good. Yeah, it looks like a major league lineup. That's a lot to ask for over the past two years. It really is. And like, it's there, there are there are a lot more competitive at bats. Like you can live with the Rodolfo Castro going up there hacking when you have your three, four, five hitters up there seeing 20 pitches between the three of them. Yes. And speaking of that, that's a guy I want to bring up here too as well, Rodolfo Castro. Uh, so he does get two hits today. One would just, just mm, miss being a yeah. home run. Um, that would have been big. It would have. It is what it is. Like I said, he just missed it. Maybe about yep. two feet would have been a home run. But he goes, does go two for three today. Also, and if you're listening to the podcast, air quotes, drew a walk. It was a full count and uh, <laughs> pitch violation, take your base. Like, so, that's also what I was talking Weird day for baseball. Like, we had a lot of those today. We did. And, and this is one of those things, too, where, you know, the box score and his stats at the end of the day are going to say he drew a walk. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too confident that would have happened if it not been for the pitch, the uh, the violation, you know. So like this is one of those weird things, you know. You can't just go by box scores anymore to really decide. Like you have to watch the game and like how things can decipher and whatever. Because, yeah, I mean, we talked how he's a free swinger and such, but now in the box score he, he draws a walk. Yeah. So has he become a different player, <laughs> or is he lucky? You know, how many of these is going to like really affect that or not? And like you said, today was a weird game. There was. What three pitch violations? I think today. I think so. And they were all within like five batters, <laughs> right? So uh, just a weird day in box score watching in that sense, right? Uh, but Rodolfo Castro was a benefit of one of those. Yeah, I, it it was good to see him kind of jump out of his slump today. He scored a few balls up. He, I hope we get to see a little bit more of him going forward with Bay in the lineup as well. I think he's a he's a guy that I think you need to give some extended at bats to before you make a decision on. For sure, you know we've been talking about Castro for like the past eight months, mm-hmm. nine months maybe, right? I mean, especially the, the second half he came back it was hot. Like we, the tools are there. You know, you you want to see what he has, and that's why, like you're saying, like I I want to see an extended time too. I, I want to see this kid develop and and see what you have in him. But what I'll say is. Connor Joe, G1 Bay, like they're making that difficult right now. You assumed he had the second base position, almost handed him, especially the way Bay's spring was. And they almost said, like, no, you don't. And they've given Bay, he had opening day gig, second base. Yeah. And Bay's real season this year 
has been night and day from his spring training season, and he's performing. And Connor mm-hmm. Joe's performing. So, you know, like you're talking about Bay could go in the outfield, but Connor Joe's there. Like, like they're not allowing Castro to get those extended at bats. So I, mean, I don't blame at this point, but you are correct. Like, I do want to see more out of him to see what there is in him. But Joe and Bayer are making that very difficult for Shelton to do. Yeah, it, it is a good problem to have, but I think you can easily make that work by Sawinski not getting many at bats here going forward. And unfortunately, our guy, Kanan Smith and Jigba, probably seeing less time until Connor Joe's little hit streak cools off a little bit because I think he, you're going to get professional at bats out of Connor Joe. What we've seen out of Connor Joe is not Connor Joe. Well, right. But you have to ride that wave until it's over, which yeah. is just another lineup decision that I'm not going to get into today. And like, I'm doing this based off memory, but I think his babe's like over 500. Yeah. And you know, his, his Woba's like at a five fifty. Yeah. It's baby. But, uh, <laughs> we've only been having this argument for like six years yeah. you and i um <laughs> i refuse to call it that it's baby but yeah but i think his wobo's like at five something but like his expected wobo's like 185 Damn. so yeah, he's been very very lucky but regardless it's also very very early but um yeah i mean you also look at his career like he's not going to be this type of guy he's not going to be a 200 plus wrc plus yeah. type of hitter uh he will come back down to earth but uh very, i'm just very saying, soon like, Yes, but but Joey and Bay are making it hard yeah. to give Castro those extended looks and such. Um, but yeah, but anyways, yeah, good day for Castro today. Anything else you want to talk about? I know we're 37 minutes into this. Probably wrap it up. Yeah, I'm good with wrapping it up. We've talked about pretty much everything that happened today. Yeah, so a lot of bad, but again, there was definitely some good in it. Yeah, I mean, there's still positives to look at here. Just offensively, like, mainly. Yeah, and I, I really do like what I see out of Jose Hernandez right now. But offensively, so there you go. offensively, it's just good to see a competitive lineup, seeing a lot more competitive at-bats. I like it. Um, I'll just bring this up. Cody says, do we think Kutch's home run could be seen as a statement to the young guys that no matter how bad they're down, they need to keep fighting? The reason I just want to say this is, as much as we harp on Shelton and the team, I don't think that is a problem. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think he does manage the clubhouse pretty well. Um, it's just that I don't want a guy that was okay getting his stuff pushed in for three years managing my team. Sounds good. So I did want to bring that up to end on a positive note with Shelton because and I, I will didn't. give him. Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined the my bad. But I will give him props on that. So with that said, let's get out of here. Pirates play tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what our plan is for a post-game show tomorrow. It's Easter. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Someone will be available. It won't be me. I will not be. All right. Well, with that said, the crowd is happy. We're out of here. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Appreciate you guys. And we will see you sometime after today. Bye-bye. Peace out, Chris Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.